Hi, I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding. And welcome back to another episode of Animation and Beyond. Yes, this week we're talking about Disney's Haunted Mansion, which you may recognize as both a movie and a theme park attraction. Yes, this attraction is one of Disney's most popular. Definitely. It's also one of the more unique attractions, I would say, across all of Disney's theme parks because it's specifically spooky. It's supposed to be scary. I know. The ghosts are spooky and creepy, but they're pretty funny and comical at the same time. Absolutely. They're pretty good at combining those two things. Horror and comedy. Yep. So, before we get too far into talking about the Haunted Mansion, though... We're going to do a word of the day that has to do with the attraction. It's time for word of the day, new words. You can say new words for your rhymes and for your wordplay. By the time you leave this video, you'll be smarter than you was before. It's time for word of the day, new words. What does Omnimover mean, Ezra? Like a special kind of technology for theme park attractions, mainly at Disney parks. Like with the special kind of track technology When people ride in a vehicle. Yes, it's sometimes known as an endless transit system. Omnimovers are basically like a technology for getting people through Disney park rides that was invented specifically for these parks. So it's not the same technology as you might see on your typical like Six Flags roller coaster, for example. Yeah. It kind of originated from the People Mover ride system, which was used in the 1964 New York World's Fair, but it evolved and obviously has transitioned a lot to adapt to new attractions that have been developed in the last 20, 30 years by Disney. Like current attractions that use them, like all versions of the Haunted Mansion, as well as like Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Undersea Adventure, Seas with Nemo and Friends, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Nano Battle, and former attractions that have had that a technology like Adventure Through Inner Space, which got replaced by Star Tours. And that was the first exhibit to ever use Omnimovers. Yes, and then World of Motion, which was an attraction in Epcot and Horizon, which was also in Epcot, and the Hong Kong Disneyland version of Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, which became Ant-Man and the Wasp Nano Battle. There are even attractions in theme parks like that aren't Disney that have used the endless transit system, like for Yoshi's Adventure at the Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan, and The Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash in Universal Studios Hollywood. Indeed. It's a very desirable system, in part because it allows the rides to have some unique features, like being able to rotate, right? Or being able to hide the track that the vehicles are on. Basically, it's a train of cars that appear to levitate smoothly across the floor. Yeah, so that's what the vehicles are like on Haunted Mansion. And you've been on the vehicles, right, Ezra? Yes, and I've been in a lot of the other rides that have that same technology. What does it feel like to be on an Omnimover, or as they're known in the Haunted Mansion exhibit, a Doom Buggy? Kind of unique, slow, but you turn and you spin. Does it rattle at all? A little, not that much. Does it shake like a roller coaster? No, it's a pretty slow-moving ride. Gotcha. 
So Omnimovers are often accompanied by another technology that we've talked about before that's specific to Disney, and that's audio animatronics. And Disney will often coordinate the rotations and locations of Omnimovers to the locations and interactions that they want to create with audio animatronics along the ride. Yeah, that's right. This technology is used a lot in the Haunted Mansion, where you're taken throughout the mansion at a very specific pace, and you see things along the way, and the timing is just absolutely essential. Yeah. What else is cool about the Omnimovers, Ezra? And it's like an endless kind of technology, because they're like vehicles that don't stop. Gotcha. So, it's a very interesting technology, one that if you've been to Disneyland, you've definitely interacted with. Yeah. So, let's move on in to talking about Haunted Mansion itself. So, the Haunted Mansion, which is one of Disney's most popular rides, first opened at Disneyland August 9th of 1969. Right. And what was the original idea behind Haunted Mansion? Originally, it was going to be like a walkthrough that Walt Disney originally envisioned it. Walt Disney also originally envisioned Pirates of the Caribbean, which it's right next to as a wax museum. Interesting. I also read that a bunch of different ideas were thrown around for the aesthetic of the mansion. This was going to be their first truly spooky attraction, and so they wanted to nail the look of it without making it look too run down and dilapidated like often scary houses are. Yeah, I know this one, which is at Disneyland, is in the new area called New Orleans Square because it looks like spooky mansions that you would find in NOLA. Absolutely. And anyone who's ever been to NOLA has definitely seen what we're talking about. They're old buildings with beautifully framed windows, often covered with ivy with interesting little windows and features and when cast in darkness with lots of spooky stuff going on it can be a very scary location perfect for this kind of attraction i know and i know the one at disney at disney world at the magic kingdom park which is in the area called liberty square first opened when the park first opened october 1st of 1971 wow so it was an opening day attraction yes was that the case with the other loca- with the other versions of the Haunted Mansion? Well, the one in Tokyo opened the day Tokyo Disneyland first opened on April 15th of 1983. Wow. And then the one in Paris, known as Phantom Manor, um, which is a little bit different, opened when Disneyland Paris first opened April 12th of 1992. And the one in Hong Kong, known as Mystic Manor, opened on May 17th, 2013. And how are all of those different versions similar or different some of them are less spooky and less macabre than the versions in california florida and japan interesting do they all follow the same plot different plot though but basically you get trapped in there and there's only you go through a labyrinth which is the only way to get out right and so along the way you see lots of spooky things there are recordings of scary sounds like screaming and cries for help and maniacal laughter and there's kind of grotesque images that are both spooky and humorous and there's a voice that talks to you right 
and there's the Hackbox ghost on this attraction, which I know was interestingly removed after the attraction's debut in 1969. And after decades of absence, the character was re-added in 2015. Oh, interesting. Why do you think that is? They're not sure why. Maybe because there was an issue why he was removed, and it wasn't until 2015 when he got remi- got became he came back. Gotcha. What other characters are notable from the Haunted Mansion? Madame Leota, who appears on a crystal ball. Mm, and she's a psychic, right? Yeah, and also there's the hitchhiking ghost. Oh, of course. They're ghosts that are literally hitchhiking, right? And they're pretty comical. Yeah. I know that one of them is happens to be named Ezra. No way. That's fun. Yeah. Um. I know that the Haunted Mansion, the one at Disneyland, every year during Halloween time and Christmas time becomes Haunted Mansion Holiday, where it has characters from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, how clever. That totally makes sense to combine those two things. Similar to how every year during the Christmas season, It's a Small World gets rethemed only for the holiday, only for the Christmas season for limited time. Right, right. You have to take advantage of the season. Yeah. Haunted Mansion, I know, has a song called Grim Grinning Ghost, which was composed by Buddy Baker, who was a composer who did music for classic Disney films like The Apple Dumpling Game, The Fox and the Hound, the Men- and The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, as well as The Shaggy D.A., And he also did music for another Disneyland attraction, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. It's an important role coming up with the music of these attractions because that's what people are going to be listening to the entire time. So it really sets the mood. And I know Thurl Ravenscroft was one of the voices for the attraction for the song Grim Grinning Ghosts. He was famous for the original voice of Tony the Tiger and also you're a the original You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch cartoon from 1966. Oh. He um, was known for being a recurring voice actor and has done voices for other attractions at Disney parks, such as the Jungle Cruise and the Enchanted Tiki Room. Wow. So he's got a versatile voice acting ability. Yes. So speaking of voices, let's talk about the Haunted Mansion movie that came out in 2003. Yeah, it starred Eddie Murphy. It came out November 26th of 2003. It came out the same year as the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow, big gear. Yes. And basically that first movie was doing the reverse of what we often see, which is that a movie or Disney production gets turned into an attraction. This time, the attraction was made into a movie. Yes, it was also... Terrence Stamp, Wallace Shawn, Marsha Thoman, and Jennifer Tilly, who were in it as well. And what was the general plot of the Haunted Mansion movie? I know, which was directed by Lion King director Rob Minkoff. It was about a family, somebody who discovers a haunted mansion where there's ghosts, and it's a mystery film, kind of Scooby-Doo-esque. Hmm. What was the ratio of scary to funny on that one, do you think? The ghosts and things were kind of creepy, but there was also some kind of funny and comical, a lot of funny and comical moments too. Gotcha. It was a hit with kids when it came out, so it couldn't have been too frightening. Yeah. When the film was released, it got received unfavorable reviews, but performed moderately well at the box office and had since then over the years received a cult following. Definitely. It's one of those movies that I think a lot of people watch around Halloween. Yeah, so when it came out in November, it was already past Halloween. Yeah, but its spooky themes mean that I just know people who watch it and really enjoy watching it usually watch it around Halloween. 
Yeah, I know. Do you know if there's a specific reason why Disney didn't release it around Halloween? I'm not sure. Maybe because of their schedule and plans with other movies at the time? Potentially, yeah. But I do know that that was a big controversy for the newest Haunted Mansion, which came out July 28th, so almost a month ago. Yes, I know. And I and I saw it, and I know it took place in New Orleans, and where and they discover the Haunted Mansion. And I know starred Lakeith Stanfield, Rosie O'Dawson, Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, Danny DeVito, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jared Leto. Yes, as well as Dan Levy and a cameo with Hassan Minaj, the comedian. Yeah. So what did you think of the new movie? I thought it was amazing. It was incredible and unique. And I like how it did reference the like the main elements of the attraction. So it stayed true to the Haunted Mansion, the physical Haunted Mansion? Yeah. That's good. How did it compare to the first movie in 2003? It had a different story and a different cast. Gotcha. So was it like a sequel or just a separate movie? A separate movie, though, I think. And I think also a reboot. And I think the first movie took place in the year it came out in 2003. But I think this one's set in modern times today. Gotcha. I also read that this new one was actually filmed in New Orleans as well as Atlanta. So some of those scenes involving New Orleans are real. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I know there was also the special Muppets Haunted Mansion, which premiered on Disney Plus in two years ago and featured ghosts of the Muppets and also some celebrities as ghosts. And it starred Taraji P. Henson, Will Arnett, Danny Trejo, as well as Ed Asner in one of the last things he was in. That must have been very entertaining. Yeah. Two episodes of the show Once Upon a Time had the Haunted Mansion, and so did the show House of Mouse. Oh. I remember in uh, 2017, there were some Haunted Mansion bumpers for Disney XD where they crossed over with some some shows like DuckTales, the show of Big Hero 6, and some other shows from Disney XD. Oh, very fun. And they were stop motion animated, and they were rank and base style. Oh, gotcha. A nice throwback. To an older style. So with this new movie out, it sounds like it didn't do very well. It grossed only a little over half of its budget, which is kind of flop level failure. Do you think that has anything to do with how it came out in the middle of the summer? Well, maybe because it came out around the same time as Barbie, which was the highest grossing movie. Oh, that's true. It was only a week or so apart from Barbie. Yeah. So it could have gotten outshadowed by both Barbie and Oppenheimer, which came out the same day. Yeah. Interesting theory. Well, I'll be curious to see if people start to pick it up and go see it more in theaters the closer we get to Halloween. Because like I said, it's a spooky movie. I know Haunted Mansion has made some video game appearances as well, as well as in live shows like Hollow Wishes, which was a show, a Halloween show at Magic Kingdom. And Halloween Screams, which is an annual Halloween fireworks show at Disneyland. Very fun. Seems like Haunted Mansion is a great go-to easy reference for Disney. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about Haunted Mansion, the film, or the attraction? It's interesting how it's like macabre, supernatural, and creepy and spooky in a comical way. Definitely. The definition of entertainment. Kind of Adam's Family-esque. Totally. All right, let's move on into trivia. Trivia. 
we have to answer our trivia from last episode, which was about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I asked, in the original TMNT comics, all four turtles wore the same color bandana. What color was their bandana originally? Their bandanas were originally red. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, when they made the first animated TV series, they decided they wanted to differentiate the four turtles more, give them slightly more individual personalities, and they created the four different bandanas with four different colors in order to help facilitate that distinction. And the only one for red was Raphael, but blue for Leonardo, orange for Michelangelo, and purple for Donatello. That's right. And thus the iconic TMNT turtle colors were born. Great. Let's move into trivia for Haunted Mansion. What character from a former Disney World attraction can be seen outside the pet cemetery of the Magic Kingdom version of Haunted Mansion as you exit the ride? If you think you know the answer, be sure to listen to next episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! Goodbye!